Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On everyone, and welcome to the Patriots Roundtable, powered by our friends at Bet Online AG. We got Mike Nice in the building. It is Marvin No Nick Quaglia this week, but we hope to get him back next week. But we still got some, we still got some Patriots content to tackle, Mike. Man, it's still the season's over. Super Bowl is done. It's we real went, slow right now. We went through our first Sunday without football and you know just talks of the usfl coming i don't know what happened to the xfl what happened to that it just i don't know i hear a lot of talk but still don't see any football being played so i don't know what's going on yeah and the thing is the rock bought the xfl right yep but he's out here doing promotions for the nfl yeah i mean apparently the xfl and the nfl are in business now Mm. xfl has tried to make it clear that while they're in business, they're going to be doing stuff together. They are no way in any form like the minor leagues for the XFL. I mean, sorry, for the NFL. Um, but somehow, some way, they're going to be in business working with each other. And it doesn't matter what the XFL does. The NFL is still going to be seen as the big league, the big brother league. So good luck to them. And like you said, it'd be nice to just see some type of football being played. There's something, something to put on in the in the background, you know? Exactly. That's it. That's all we can ask for. <laughs> That's all we can ask for, but we're here to talk some Patriots, man. And as we as we're going into the off season, you know, there's going to be a lot of free agency talk. Patriots went ten and six this year. Was ten and seven? Yes, I believe ten so. seven this year. Made it to the playoffs, got bounced. But man, Mike, as I watched the playoffs continue, you could see that the Patriots just don't have it yet. When you watch the Bengals, the Kansas City Chiefs, the um, when you was watching the Rams, you saw those high-powered offense, and you're like, yeah, this Patriots team wasn't ready just yet. It looked like it in the middle of the year, but they didn't look like they were ready to, to compete with the big dogs in the playoffs yet. So now as we move into the free agency, there's some moves that need to be made. One of them is in-house. And that is J.C. Jackson. That's been the talk um, throughout all year, really, is what are the Patriots going to do with J.C. Jackson? You know, when I think of J.C. Jackson in this Patriots defense, I think for the most part, people know that this defense, in a sense, needs an overhaul. You know, you talk about the Van Noys, the High Towers. Um, Jamie Collins, these guys, Devin McCourty, like some of these guys who've been around for a long period of time, but have started to maybe 
look a lot slower as time has gone on, which is in turn hurt the defense because now you're dealing with starting a lot of guys who are just older vets who maybe just can't keep up with the game like they used to. So, you know, a lot of things need to change defensively, maybe fresh new faces, draft picks. I always trust the Patriots when they draft defensively. But um, in terms of one thing that they need to lock up for sure, that's keeping J.C. Jackson around on this team. We've seen over the years the Patriots just don't want to necessarily sometimes spend money and sometimes keep guys who've performed well for the team. They just don't want to give them that big contract. We've seen over the years. We've seen it with Gilmore recently. Uh, the one that's always hurt me really bad over the years and will continue to hurt me. They didn't want to pay Randy Moss, a guy who was performing well for them and just asked to be paid and locked up uh, long-term with the team. They didn't want to pay. And there's other guys out there that the Patriots have done this with. But now here's a new situation with J.C. Jackson. You're talking about a guy who I believe is only 26 years old. Yeah. Um. If I saw correctly, I don't think he turns 27 until November. I believe that's when his birthday is. He's already made a Pro Bowl or or two Pro Bowls or something. He's been an All Second Team All Pro. These guys don't just you know come out of nowhere, and he's doing all of this as an undrafted uh, player. And now you get to the situation where the Patriots can lock up a guy. The one part of their defense that seems seems to be stable is J.C. Jackson and what he's done over the last season, the last two seasons. And now it's coming into question as to whether the Patriots want to lock him up long-term, franchise tag. Like, this should already be simple business, a simple business transaction. We have a great all-pro, pro bowl cornerback who's only 26 years old. Let's lock him up, and we'll make sure that part of our defense is stable and we'll continue to do other things. But here come... The Patriots, in typical Patriots Belichick fashion, making this a tougher situation than it needs to be. It's February. I shouldn't be pissed about Patriots news in February. But here we go. We got J.C. Jackson talking to um, um, who was it? NBC Sports Boston's Phil Perry, and here's some of the quotes he had to say um about this the Patriots contract scenes. He says that he hasn't the Patriots haven't reached out. Since the since the offseason has started and quotes, I guess they feel like they don't need me. I guess I can't be important to them. I know I am, but they're not showing me. I was just telling you off camera, Mike, it reminds me of that Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episode when when Will's dad leaves and he goes to Uncle Phil and goes, why you don't want me, man? Why you don't want me? And Uncle Phil grabs him hold, and hugs him tight. That's what it feels like right now. J.C. Jackson's like, no, what's good? Why don't you? Like, I want to be here. You guys clearly want me to be here. Why hasn't there been any talks? He also goes on to say that he wouldn't he wouldn't be opposed to the um the franchise tag and whatnot. But Mike, you just said it. JC Jackson is one of your all pro corners. If you look at the landscape of the league, if you just look at what Josh Allen did to you, you have to look at what Josh Allen did to you in the playoffs and be like, yeah, we can't afford to lose. Any type, we can't afford to have any type of setbacks in the secondary whatsoever. Lock up JC Jackson. Let's continue to build on this secondary because the AFC East got some monsters. You got Herbert, you got um Burrow, you got Josh Allen. Are you three headed monsters right there in the AFC that's going to be there for a long time? Patrick Mahomes, you know, you got these guys who are who are pass heavy offenses, and you're gonna need to secure that. You let go of Gilmore already. 
JC Jackson is there. Lock him up. Now they might they might franchise tag him. But if you look at the history of the Patriots, when they franchise tag a player, they are gone the, the, the next year. Look at um you can go back to Asante Samuel. They franchise tagged Asante Samuel next year, he was gone. Wes Welker, they franchise tagged him the next year, he was gone. Um, even more recently, I'm I'm blanking on Joe Tooney. Mm. They franchise tag Joe Tooney. The next year, Tooney was gone. Logan Mankins, they franchised him, then traded his ass. Gone. <laughs> so when you look at the history of franchise tagging when it comes to the pages, it's pretty much a writing on the wall that you're not going to stay here long term. Yeah, and I don't know why. It's like the Patriots have this mindset of, well, we don't necessarily need to pay this guy because we'll get the next up-and-coming guy. We'll be able to plug somebody new. And sometimes, I guess, yeah, it's worked. You, you franchise tag or you don't want to pay somebody and they leave and somebody steps up and, and starts to play well. But some, that's, that's a gamble sometimes. You don't necessarily yeah. know if you're going to find the next guy to step up. You know, you lost Gilmore and people were, you know, upset about not wanting to keep Gilmore. But luckily... J.C. Jackson started to step up and had a hell of a year selected to the Pro Bowl and whatnot. Um, but is that necessarily going to happen every time you go that route? No. Sometimes it might be a struggle to find the next guy who can step up in that position. And, you know, especially if J.C., as young as he is, only 26 years old and doing some of the things he's done as an undrafted player in this league, that's somebody who you hold on to and hope that they continue to pr- improve um they're already showing you what they can do um within these last couple of years lock him up patriots don't make that mistake because like marv said the writing is on the wall usually with these guys who hit the franchise tag they don't stick around long term i don't want that to be the case for jc jackson and do you so do you think do you think jc jackson is an elite corner I definitely believe he's trending in the direction of being one of the top corners in the league. And you can just see from his play last season. I don't, his last season was that type of season where, okay, now eyes are on you because you're doing some solid things in the secondary. It was more, okay, now you're catching eyes. If he came out next season and played similar to that level, continue to ascend, now the conversation switches to okay, we see you, JC Jackson. To okay, now JC Jackson is one of the best corners in the league. I think that's where that's where he's at right now. He's trending in the right direction to be considered one of the top corners in the league. Now he has the eyes on him, but obviously he has to do it again to really get in that conversation. Yeah, uh, JC Jackson's a ball hawk. We we know that from, from from coming in. I think he's a really good cornerback. I wouldn't call him elite. If he were to get paid, he'd obviously have to be paid elite numbers due to his his numbers speak for himself with the interceptions. I think he had eight this past year. And maybe that's where the Patriots are looking at. That's where the stalls. Like JC Jackson's great, but is he elite? I mean, he plays well against most most wide receivers. He holds his own. Stefan Diggs obviously has his number. Stefan Diggs is a guy you're gonna have to play two times a year, maybe three times the way um the AFC East is shaping up to be. So, Patriots have a lot of discussions. I'm all for locking down J.C. Jackson long term. Lock that man up. Um, keep him going, and let's see what you can do to build around this secondary. I think the McCordys will 
McCordy will come back for maybe another year. I like what you did with Phillips and resigning him in an extension. But there's a lot of work that needs to be done. I think J.C. Jackson needs to be the priority. I agree. I agree. And now we move on. Bet online. AG football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performances, props to where the next fire coach is going to land. Bet online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code CLNS50 to get started. And it's not just basketball. Bet online is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports play and your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Mike Nice, we are recording this on February 23rd. Until this day, Deontay Wilder voice. Till this day, there is still no offensive coordinator for the Patriots, New England Patriots. What in the world is going on in New England right now? Why don't we have an offensive coordinator? Belichick's weird. And for some reason, he never, or in the last couple of seasons, he doesn't necessarily want to give out these roles of offensive you're the official offensive coordinator or you're the official defensive coordinator um other i mean obviously you had uh mcdaniels there for a long period of time who held that down but i don't know if he just doesn't feel comfortable giving that role to somebody else because he has so much trust and faith in his young protege josh mcdaniels who's no longer with the team but like most teams have locked up all their coaching positions by now head coaches, assistant, defensive coordinator, offense. Most teams have locked these things up right now because there's one thing you want to get locked up. You know, obviously you got to get into making roster moves and transaction whatnot. But a head coach and, you know, the front office, they want to make sure their coach and staff is in, in place. And like I said, most teams have done that, except the New England Patriots. Who's the official defensive coordinator? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> who's the official offensive coordinator couldn't tell you now you hear these rumors and names of different guys maybe getting looked at as a defensive coordinator offensive coordinator but i don't think is anything has anything been official yet i've heard some news of maybe uh joe judge um he's back but i don't think he's um like an assistant, you yeah. think the, the pitchers give out random name, like, "Oh, you're the <laughs> offensive assistant, assistant, defensive assistant." Like, it minimizes that the fact that you don't necessarily have somebody in that role of, "Okay, I'm going to be coordinating the defense." I don't know if this is just a power struggle that Bill Belichick's dealing with. Like, he doesn't want to necessarily give off all of that to other people, but like, it's weird that you have a team that doesn't necessarily have coordinators, but you got a a million guys who are assistants in different capacities. It makes no sense at all. Yeah, it's there's been names floating around. I remember when Adam, <clears throat> excuse me, Adam Gase's name was floating there, and man, man, oh man, almost gave me a heart attack. But recent recent reports have come out saying the Patriots have not reached out to um, Adam Gase, Bill O'Brien. That seemed like an obvious fit, but I think I was saying it on this show. 
if I'm Bill O'Brien, why am I going to New England? If I'm the offensive coordinator for Alabama, I'm still going to be getting NFL coaches on the NFL um, looks from head coaching jobs eventually. Uh, I don't see why I go from Alabama to New England right now. Probably get paid the same same amount of money. So, you know, who knows what happens with Bill O'Brien if he comes over here. Maybe it's time it's time to bring in a fresh face. I know Patriots love to keep things in-house, but when you usually when you keep things in-house, there's not there's not much change. It's rare you see much change. I mean, we saw it when um we transitioned from Patricia to Flores. You saw the immediate change in how the defense looked. Bring in a new face, a fresh face into this offense and see, you know, you have a you already have a young quarterback. You have a young core with the offense. Bringing someone new in there to spice up the offense, have Belichick have more control defensively. I mean, he he, he had the liability to do that when he had a guy he trusted in Josh McDaniels. But I'd like to see something new here. Um, the offense was slow last year. Even with how great Josh McDaniels is, the offense was slow. It was stagnant. Um, the play calling was, was questionable, questionable <laughs> to say the least. At times, very questionable. And I would love to see something new here. And that's not really how the Patriots roll. The fact that it's late February and they don't have an offensive coordinator is questionable as well as as to why is that the case? Are they not getting looks? Or is, is it a power struggle like you were mentioning, a Belichick not wanting to decipher that within his his group of people i don't know it's a very strange dynamic right now on what's going to happen with this patriots offense and you need that going forward before you know the combines in a couple weeks then you really have the draft and in free agency lock this up lock this up asap yeah i don't know if belichick has like the official patriots playbook and if you're gonna come work for this team this is what we're running only and if you ain't down for that, you can't yeah. come here. And I mean, that's why it's easy to just bring guys up that's already been there through the system because you got to plug these guys into these new roles because they already know what the Patriots playbook is. So they just continue to roll that. Maybe that could be a reason why it's tough to get guys to come here or guys to want to interview because they're like, yeah, we don't want to go to the Patriots. They're stuck in their ways with how they want to run things and they're not open to anything different. I don't know if that's the case, but again, it's very weird why. Through the years, you've never necessarily seen the Patriots just go out and grab an offensive or defensive coordinator who's never really had any connection to the team. They don't really do. They rarely, rarely do that. Um, and maybe this is something that's going to be the case as long as Bill Belichick is 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 the head coach. Maybe it won't change because Belichick says, hey, look, I've been doing this for 20 some years. And for the most part, I've been successful. We just need to bring the right players in plug them in and have them play the patriot way and we'll just be fine it will be as successful maybe that's what his mindset is um but who knows but yeah it's like we like you were both saying it's very weird that they haven't brought anybody in to take over these open positions yeah and i hope you know for the patriots sake that this happens really soon um within this week within this week the next time we do a roundtable show we should know who the offensive coordinator is, and we should know the direction where the Patriots are trying to go. A lot of question marks. I mean, that's what this show's going to be about for the next four or five months is trying to answer these questions. At least now, 
going into this year, we know who our quarterback is. Last year, we didn't. This time, we know who the quarterback is. Um, and, you know, we're pretty comfortable with that. I think Patriots Nation would say they're pretty comfortable with knowing who Mac Jones is and what he can become in the future. Now, let's get some weapons. Yep. Let's get let's get a coach. And let's let's get this going, man. Let's let's see what the Patriots can do this offseason. Because if you look at the um the landscape of the NFL, well oh boy, there's teams out there putting up points. Yeah, it's it's, it's gonna be a long road for the Patriots to, you know, really get back to playing some elite football. But like you said, having a quarterback in place who's gonna go through now another uh, off-season training camp, and hopefully he's putting the right work in to come back even better than he was his rookie season. That's a huge step, but there's still a lot of things to be done to help improve this football team. Definitely. Any last any last thoughts, Mike? Nice. Um, yeah, it sucks that there's no NFL football to watch, but I mean, what can we do? Uh, we know how this goes now, but it's really slow. But um, I'm looking forward to the different transactions and the drafts and different things that the Patriots do to help try to get this team back on the right direction of being a real contending football team in the NFL. Oh, yeah. I mean, and one thing NFL knows how to do is produce drama. There'll be some things we're going to be talking about in the next couple months or even weeks when it comes to the NFL. So I'm not too worried about that. That's Mike Molyneux. I'm Marvin Azan. We'll get Nick back in here next week. This is the Patriots Roundtable, powered by our friends at Bet Online AG. We'll see you guys again next week.